Wrestling with siblings, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Life is a fight, so I gotta get right. right. Can't have my back on the ropes. Never. This for my sister and bro. I swear that we'll make it, that's yeah, all that we hope. We life is so cold. Get hit with a center, that's all that she wrote. The world that we live in has made me cutthroat. Yeah. I saw the rapping by life just to cope. Now I spit fire like Ricky yeah. Steamboat. Yeah. Straight from the bottom, got so much to gain. I had to grind just to build on my name. People call me champ, I'm feeling like Dwayne. I let it smack down, here comes the pain. Welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Siblings. I'm your host, Araceli, and this is my co host, Armando. Hi, guys, I'm Armando, and welcome to Wrestling with Siblings. Alright, let's get started with Seth freaking Rollins. He comes out with a big, huge smile on his face. And why? Because he retained his United States Championship, not only in his Open Challenge, but he retained it after a surprise cash-in by Austin Theory last week. I would have been in the same mood exactly. Why? Because, as you guys know, the cash-ins are pretty much 80% successful all the time and come out victorious on a cash-in, especially on Theory. That was pretty huge on Seth Rollins. I, I give him props. So I would be extremely happy too, knowing that I dodged the bullet pretty much on that one. 100%. And he's also excited because he's going to get to face Finn Balor in tonight's main event. If I were him, I wouldn't be that excited because, of course, he has the disadvantage. Why? Because Finn Balor has the judgment date by his side. Yeah, and but not only that, I know Seth Rollins. He is confident. He knows that he doesn't have to worry about yeah, the Judgment Day being on ringside because he is the architect. He is the visionary. He already has a game plan set out to deal with them. I agree. And not only that, keep in mind, he has to worry about Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley then interrupts and he's like, I will continue to come out here and beat you up every single week until I get my United States Championship back. And I'm like, look, I get it. I understand. I feel for him especially when Seth Rollins knows how to push his buttons and tells him hey you know what the only reason why you lost is because of Brock Lesnar you owe your loss to Brock Lesnar and of course this pisses Bobby Lashley off even more he's already enraged he's already really upset and this is just pushing his buttons by Seth Rollins if I were him I'd be very very careful and then aside from that we also have a Lee who also comes out and he's like, you know what? I got my championship opportunity taken away because Bobby Lashley interrupted. And now it's become this huge entire thing between all three members. I'd love to see a triple threat between all of them for the United States Championship. I definitely would love to see it too. I think it'll be a great match. I think they would do great things. But hey, I don't blame Ali. Ali is trying to fight for his right and he is trying to get, you know what? I didn't get a fair title United States Championship opportunity, so I deserve one. So I don't blame him for going out there and and expressing what he feels and trying to earn himself an opportunity. So much respect for Ali on, on that one. Speaking of Ali and Lashley, this is the very first match of the night. And Bobby Lashley, very frustrated, very upset. He goes right after Ali and he puts him right through the uh, ring, like the ring post. You can hear the banging. Basically, it was entire body just hitting the entire post. Bobby Lashley has shown no mercy since he's lost that United States Championship. Yeah, and not only that, he's also mad, right? Because he lost to Brock Lesnar. And yeah, he did lose his U.S. Championship, not the way he wanted to. So I don't blame him. He is he is a mad dog. He he is going crazy. He doesn't know what to do, and, and he is seeking for revenge. And he's going to go after Seth Rollins, and he's going to pretty much take out everybody that's in his way. He gave Ali no opportunity to capitalize. Zero. 
None. And I agree when you say he's not going to let anybody get in the way of him and his United States championship. Seth Rollins, if I were you, I'd be very, very, very careful. But also keep in mind, you can't blame him. That's the highest price on Raw right now. That is the biggest title that they have. So going forward, I'd really like to see how the storyline plays out, especially now that Austin Theory and Ali are involved. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to Mia Yim versus Tamina. Mia Yim, I believe it's her first match since coming back, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, definitely. I have to agree with you on that. It's her first match coming back, and she looked good. She looked great. She hasn't missed a beat. 100%. And you put her against somebody like Tamina. That's a powerhouse. Tamina went in with extreme confidence. She goes in, and I think the biggest mistake that she made was trying to pull off the high-flying moves against somebody like Mia Yim. And Mia Yim, again capitalizing on every single opportunity that she had. She's obviously not a rookie. She's, I can't say she's a veteran, but she's very experienced to WWE. She did her homework, and she knows exactly uh, what any WWE woman is capable of. And not only that, she was also trying to make a statement for Rhea Ripley and be like, you know what, hey, this is what I could do with bigger opponents. This is what I could do uh, with women in the ring, so look out. And I think that's what she proved tonight. 100%. I think she proved a really, really big point. And if I were... Rhea Ripley, I'd be very scared of Mia Yim going forward. All right, let's move on to Miz TV. He comes out, and we're supposed to be getting an apology from Miz. Obviously, it looks like we're not going to be getting that. Right off the bat, he goes off to say, you know what, Byron Sexton is going to be the host of Miz TV for tonight, while I will be the special guest, which again has never happened on Miz TV. Yeah, he's inverting the roles, and he is the one that's going to get interviewed, and I was curious to see what he had to say after last week and all the footage that came out involving him in the whole Dexter Loomis scandal. And basically, he goes out and he says, I gave the editor or the investigator basically what she wanted to hear. I told her the story that she wanted. Why? Because I knew it was going to get people talking. And basically, what I got out of this was that The Miz wanted to do this entire thing because he wanted empathy. He wanted respect. He feels like he's been here for 18 years and never not once has he got in a cheer. I think that's a lie, though. He gets booed, but he gets a reaction. He's really good at what he does, and I think that could be respected. I think it's his attitude and the way he portrays himself that makes him look like he's somebody he doesn't care about people. Hey, but you know what? He backs up what he says. He, Whoever you put him in the ring against, he makes him a star, and I think that's what makes the Miz stand out. And hey, if he doesn't get cheers, he gets the boost. Be happy with that, right? Because if if you're not hated, you're not doing your job. And The Miz is doing his job 100% correctly. And I got to tell you something. You know, The Miz is probably one of the most improved wrestlers of this entire generation. But he is probably the best mic talker in the entire WWE. I can give that to The Miz. And if it helps for something, I think he's extremely talented when it comes to the microphone. And we have Gargano, who comes out and just won't stay out of Miz's business. I don't understand what Gargano's deal is with the Miz. He does not stay out of his business, and he's like, hey, you know, you're basically lying to everybody. Why don't you just pay Dexter Loomis what you owe him, and we can get this all ended with. And he basically goes on to tell the Miz that at Survivor Series, he is going to have a match, uh, that Dexter Loomis is going to have a match against the Miz if Miz loses of course Dexter Loomis will be signed to the WWE and he will get all the money that Miz owes him 
But then again, you got to understand Gargano, Gargano. He is trying to do the right thing for a former friend. And, you know, he feels that his friend is getting taken advantage. And, hey, you know what? He stood up to him. So good job for, for Gargano on, on that part. I agree with you on, on that part 100%. Let's move on to EO Sky versus Dana Brooke. Of course, Dana Brooke, very upset because Nikki Cross threw the 24-7 championship into the trash last week. EO Sky is just there to prove to her, you know what, this is why I'm one half of the tag team champions. Yeah, and right away, Dana Brooke walks in with a disadvantage of damage control. Yeah, she wanted to prove a point. She wanted to prove a statement that, you know what, I was a champ, the 24-7 champion for a very, very long time, and it was difficult. But again, you know, you got those distractions, and EO Sky was just amazing in the ring. I mean, the thing she does, the way she does that moonsault, you know, and gets the win is just super impressive, and I think she's going to do great things with, with this woman division. That moonsault was absolutely beautiful. I think her and Charlotte are the women that execute those moonsaults probably the, in the most beautiful way that they can be executed. And this moonsault was what got Io Sky the win over Dana Brooke. And right as soon as she starts celebrating with damage control, who do we see? We see Mia Yim. Mia Yim comes out and she's basically like, hey, I've picked my side. I know you guys gave me an offer and you guys told me if I wanted to be a part of your Survivor Series team. I've made my decision. I've picked my side. And as soon as Damage Control believes that they're the chosen team, who do we see? Bianca. She is now on Team Bianca. The odds have been evened out. Great addition to Damage Control. I think Mia Yim is going to be the difference maker in this match. Definitely good choice by, by Bianca Belair and, and her team. Who do you have? Bianca Belair, do you have Damage Control and Nikki Cross? And who, by the way, now have added Rhea Ripley to their War Games match? I think we're going to have to go with Bianca Belair and her team uh, just because uh, they look more motivated. They're, they got the champion, and Bianca Belair has always been able to pull a fast one over on Bigley. So if anything, I think um, Bianca Belair and her team, I think Mia Yim is going to be the difference maker in, in this match. I can't quite say just yet because obviously Bianca's team doesn't have a fifth competitor just yet. If I had to take a guess, it's probably going to be either a return or it's going to be Candice LeRae. Um, I think I have to go with you on this one. Maybe Bianca Belair is going to take it. But again, they have Rhea Ripley on the other side. And I think that's the most dangerous competitor you can have on a World Games match. Yeah, but we, as we, we've seen these past couple months, Rhea Ripley hasn't been active in the ring as lately. So that may come cause a huge factor as well on on the match yeah i know she's been ringside through through a lot of the matches but again there's a difference between being ringside and actually being in the ring she hasn't been in the ring for quite some time so that could potentially be the difference maker in this match especially because this match tends to stretch and keep in mind it's a war games match so it's going to be brutal so we'll see if where ripley would be able to handle it 100 percent. all right let's move on to austin theory versus Dolph ziggler this is a completely different austin theory this is the austin theory that i think everybody has been waiting to see he is motivated he's hungry he's out there to prove you know what i'm no longer a kid i'm no longer here to be babysat i am going to show everybody who the real austin theory is and i think this comes from him failing his cash in Against yeah. Seth Rollins. And I think this is what Austin Theory needed to elevate his career. Yeah, he's been doing great things in the ring. But I think this is the, the uh, if you could say the hunger that he needed, that motivation that he needed to go into the next step. And I think if it continues to go this way, I mean, look what he did with Dolph Ziggler today. I mean, you have a former WWE champion and a Money in the Bank winner. 
And look what he did. He completely dominated Dolph Ziggler and didn't give him any chance. You know, I understand his frustration, but only that he's making a statement to the locker room as well. 100%. He is going to go out there and he is going to show them, hey, I'm no longer that kid that was Austin Theory. And again, he learned from his mistakes. If you go back to a couple episodes ago, we had Armando on here saying, you know what, I think he needs to lose to really grow and really find himself. And I think that's right, because now we're we're seeing who the real Austin Theory is. He completely destroyed Dolph Ziggler, and Dolph Ziggler's a veteran. He knows exactly what he's doing. But I can tell you, based off the reaction from Theory, he doesn't want to be called a kid anymore. As he was walking up the ramp, he's like, I am not a kid. I am not a kid. I am not a kid. And he stayed very adamant with the fact that he is no longer the future. He is the now. Yeah, because nobody respected what he's, he was doing in the ring. Everybody seen him as like, you know what? He's just a young guy that's here. That got lucky. And I think now he's trying to make a statement and be like, you know what? I am the real deal. And he really belongs in this business. I think he's extremely talented. And I think he's going to go to crazy places. Major shout out to Dolph Ziggler. He made him look like a complete star out there. And obviously Dolph Ziggler coming back. I think this is his return match after being gone for quite some time. Quite some time, yeah. So absolutely incredible. I can't wait to see where where this goes. All right, let's move on to our main event, which was Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. Very, very interesting match right from the get-go. These guys have a finished business right from the beginning, as you guys know. Finn Balor was the first ever Universal Champion. He defeated Seth Rollins. So Finn Balor has that little, you know, that little spine in his heart, you know, that, you know what, I, I could have been champion for long if it wasn't for the injury that Seth uh, Rollins cost me. Yeah, I guess you can blame him for the injury, but at the end of the day, it happens. He's in a combat sport where you never know what's going to happen. And yes, he does have unfinished business, and it's very gutsy for Finn Balor to come out here without the Judgment Day, but again... At the end of the day, what do we have? The Judgment Day always getting involved some way, somehow. But now in this case, we also had the OC coming out to assist Seth Rollins. Yeah, and again, like we talked about in the beginning, he knew that the OC was going to be there and he had a plan and he mastered it perfectly against Finn Balor. Um, both of these guys were just completely awesome in this match. Um, they're pretty well balanced. They, they're pretty much even on throughout the match. It was a back and forth match. There really wasn't a... A superstar that was dominating i 100 percent agree with you on that one and they know each other super super well as competitors as well the match started off pretty slow paced but pretty quick as well it was a lot of holds a lot of submissions finn was very smart throughout this entire match he was trying to target the abdomen of seth rollins and that's brilliant but at the end of the day the difference maker was austin theory who comes out and again he makes his statement to not only Seth Rollins, but to the entire roster, he's here to stay. And he's really here to become the next big thing. So keep an eye on Austin Theory. I think from now on, he's probably going to be doing great things. And he's hungry and he's seeking revenge. And he's willing to do whatever it takes to, to get to the top again. 100% agree with you on that one. Alright you guys, that's all we have for you guys on this episode of Wrestling with Siblings. Remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Become a part of the Siblings today. And for those of you that do not know what WWS stands for, I wonder what does WWS stand for? Wrestling with Siblings. Thank you guys so much. See you guys next time.